0: The three brothers, yeah. amigos, tres well, hermanos, tres Yeah, that we're right, all right. back. We're all back. back. So, uh, you tres know,
1: maybe uh, Kyle can <laughs> tee up a little video in the background while James gives us a yeah. little bit of uh, information on uh, his trip, and then Kyle can talk about his trip, and then uh, we'll just kind of go from there and then we'll get into it, guys. So, we got a good episode. We're going to talk about the Chargers Raiders, what we got to do to win. Some interesting things we want to talk about. This is kind of our first little, you know, crack at, you know, what we, what we need to do. I mean, obviously the story is going to change during the week, but yeah. let's, you know, kind of just, this is our first thoughts. So again, as always, put your questions down below and we will get to it. So we're probably going to prepare about 30 minutes worth of discussion points. And, yes, then, and then we'll go from there. So, yeah. So James, give us a little... uh little uh you know recap of your trip to Greece man what's the best part about it you know what was your thoughts and uh, all the above
2: man it was uh it was a cool trip man you know um, we we flew into Athens stayed in Athens just for uh, I think three days initially kind of got accustomed there went to the Acropolis got rained on um, it was insane at what kind of rainstorm all of a sudden hit we were at an area there where um Poseidon's temple or or whatnot. I can't remember exactly yeah. which one it was, yeah. but I kept saying, Well, oh, actually, let me go back to this. When I when I <laughs> went up, when we went initially up to the Acropolis, it was hectic. Yeah. It was a hot, muggy, you know, humid day and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And it was tons, there was tons of people there. And yeah. so we we were like, Oh, geez, this is gonna take forever to be able to get a ticket or whatnot. So then We're like, hey, you know, let's go down. Maybe we'll come back the next time around. We come back to Athens at the end of our trip and everything. And so anyways, we started going down, ended up going to the cafe, and it started pouring rain. And I was like, oh, man, this is terrible. So we just ate some food, opened up, and then guess what we did? We went up to the Acropolis, got our ticket. When I got our ticket, I said, man, I hope it doesn't rain on us all of a sudden. And then it started raining immediately after I bought my ticket. And I was like, "Oh, snaps! This sucks." Got up to the Acropolis. It was kind of light raining, and then all of a sudden, it just became a pour. On oh, us. wow! We, really? We oh. got stuck there for like probably like an hour in some bathroom with everybody just sitting in there waiting for the
1: rain. Oh, to oh crazy! Uh, uh.
2: But after that, we just went out, looking like wet dogs. You know, <laughs> leaving Acropolis. <laughs> It was really cool and fun and everything like that. The video I shot, too, I was still kind of getting rained on and everything like that. But it was great. And then we from Athens, we went out to uh, Santorini, which was killer. Great place. Good, solid beaches. Went on some excursions, saw some other islands. It was killer. Fun time. And then we went over to Mykonos, which is just a party island, basically. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, it's crazy. I mean, Europe in general is like, it doesn't really start till about 3 a.m. there. And then, yeah, for sure. But it's like everybody floods the city and everything, and it just becomes one kind of giant party everywhere. Um, but it was really cool beaches out there, good weather and everything too. Um, great food. I went to Salt Bay's
1: uh, burger spot. Oh, yeah, Salt-, Salt-, oh. I went to Salt Bay's burger spot. <laughs> yeah, I thought
0: he has a spot out there. I thought he he yeah. has a spot out here in L.A. That's 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 what all I knew. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So he's got his main restaurant there. Uh, nurse Et, yep. I think it's the name of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the name of him? His name? Um, so there's a nurse Et there, and then they had a burger spot, kind of. In the town, and I walked by it a million times. I didn't even notice it, to be honest. Um, so the last night we went there and had a uh Waigu beef burger there and everything. Oh, and uh, man. I bet you that was insane. Uh, dude, it was tasty. Oof. It was oh, tasty. Man. And sounds- so they had basically like the full menu there versus his full like restaurant and everything. It's almost like doesn't even make sense to even go to as a restaurant if you could just go there and have no reservation and walk on in kind of thing. Yeah,
1: exactly, right? Because the, um, the reservations are kind of hard to get in, that's what I heard, at yeah. least. Yeah,
2: so, it, yeah, it was great. So we ended up having uh last meal there, and then we ended up flying back to Athens, hung out there, and just kind of wandered around again in Athens, which is an awesome, awesome city, city all around. Uh, so much there. I mean, I didn't realize how big Athens is and how yeah, such a different yeah. contrast from, like, Santorini and Mykonos. And, sure, the structure of everything and all that, but it was great. I I ended up buying this, uh, this is the, uh, Greece national, um, Jersey for the soccer out there. I was going to say, that's what I thought
1: it was. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I ended up buying that out there. I thought it would be kind of cool to be able to get a soccer Jersey from them and everything. And, uh, Yeah. yeah, man, Dude, this is a killer trip. Just a super fun time. I know next time I go, if I go back out to Greece, I'd probably not go to the main tourist islands anymore. I'd probably go to the islands where all the locals go to.
1: Um, So I got
2: some tips on all that and, like, which islands to go on. Um, Because there's a little bit better of, like, a (laughs) mellower, like, cities and all that kind of stuff and better beaches and all those things. Because I think it's like Greece has, like, they were saying 4,000 something different islands or something crazy like that. Oh, I believe
0: it. Yeah. Like it's, there's a ton of tiny little islands out there
2: for sure. It's crazy. It's crazy. So man, it was killer. It was cool to be able to go to Acropolis, cool to go to Delos, which is one of the islands where pretty much they have all of the Greek God like temples there. Nice. So you can go up to the, to the tip top to go to the top of the mountain to see um, Zeus's temple and all that, Athena and all that. All of it was there. It was, just a cool time to see all that kind of stuff it's amazing to see that kind of history still sitting around i mean 500 bc 600 bc kind of stuff so it's Mm -hmm. like it was wild it was wild all around just a very cool trip all around so So highly recommended
1: highly recommended hey
2: well you know what
0: i i think we need we needed you to pray to the zeus a little bit because you know he's the (laughs) The mascot of diehard bolt club and, and stuff and right. yeah. anyway so yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that's that's gonna help us out yeah well that's that's when i was at acropolis and i did the video it started thundering yeah. and all that kind of uh, stuff and i was like it's a
1: good sign it's a good sign yeah, it's a good
2: sign, it's a good sign. It i think when up. we left yes. oh actually when when i landed in phoenix there was still a lightning storm going on too so it followed nice. me all the way falling. here so thunderbolts yeah. and lightning
1: we're, we're ready. We're going to win this. we ready.
0: we ready, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, great trip. We, yeah, that's awesome. Very cool.
1: Very cool. That's Kyle, cool. you want to give a little recap on your uh, – you were on a cruise, right? So you were on uh, cruise with some Charger fans too as well?
0: Uh, no, no. It was actually like, church fans. I, it was a typo. I said Chargers fans, but like, you know, like, CH, it went to Chargers as opposed to church friends. You know, so yeah, okay. oh, just, God. just a bunch of church friends, you know. Like, we were just hanging out on the boat. We went to – Obviously, yeah, like I'm kind of like I like the cruises now, like the, that's the kind of my thing, I guess, uh, because it's just right here in LA and I'm like, why not just jump on a boat every once in yeah, a while, you know? Easy, yeah. real simple, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, super simple. Just like I got want to do something on a weekend, that's a that's a sure thing. Good time, easy. uh, yeah, but yeah, we went over to Catalina, uh, it was kind of cool. I'm not a huge fan of Catalina, though, to be yeah, honest. It's like, not that I mean,
1: yeah, I think exciting. Boats, yeah. And
0: it's a weird Open thing. House. I mean, unless, mixer? unless the Catalina <laughs> wine mixer is going on, yeah, it's out, not worth it going on over there, you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crushed, but, it. I'm walking tall.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's like a weird place because it's like, you know, it's a desert island, so it's yes. like I'm we are yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess we're kind of snobbish that way, but we we like the tropical islands and stuff of the For Caribbean sure. and Hawaii yeah. and stuff like that, you know, like in fun fact as well, like when Andrew and I were there, uh we got rained on during one of our uh um What's it called? The, the luau's that we were at. Yeah. Uh, we, we were just like, eh. Hey, it was like a hot rain, and, like, you know, it felt good. So we just kind of stayed out there. But then everyone else was, like, you know, hiding underneath, like, a house or something like that, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. We were just yeah, like, we're like, well, what's the point of that? Yeah, like, like hey, whatever. whatever.
0: Just, like, you know, just enjoy it. Just have a good time. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> and, was fun. That was fun. But, uh no, was good.
0: But, yeah, like, I yeah. mean, like, so I'm, I do those cruises quite often now, like, a little bit. Just go down to Ensenada uh, a little bit. Just hang out walk around buy some like stupid stuff i guess actually actually, i mean i got this uh this like this necklace whatever from one of the the shops it was like originally like 120 bucks i talked him down to 40 so uh yeah it was was this place called the the mayan or something like that you know and like in the guy that gave me the deal his name was like rodolfo uh no rafo rafo yeah he's a yeah, wow. he's, he's a cool dude, actually. So, like, if you're ever out there in Ensenada, you know, hit up uh, Mayan and, and let him know that the Bolt Bros sent you. There you go. That's Very right. cool. Very cool. Maybe he'll hook you up.
1: <laughs> well, good. Well, good. That's awesome. So, yeah. I guess we should get into it. I know we want to talk a little bit. Well, first of all, we probably should do an update on our uh, fantasy league. So, yeah, oh, yeah. as you guys know, we are on a fantasy league, and maybe you could share. We are playing the director week yeah. one. I could, so, uh, I could uh, pull uh, that up. You pull that up real quick and then we could go into uh chargers Raiders previews and again guys questions you may have go ahead and throw them out there and uh you know we'll, we'll get into them as well but we want to go into the chargers raiders we got a whole presentation uh for you Ooh. folks right and actually kyle are you going to be on uh, another person's podcast here pretty shortly as well too uh yeah, so we we are working
0: on collaborating with the uh, Wild Wild West podcast. Um, yep. it, there's it has a I don't know if other, anyone here watches that, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a, they had got Richie Rich. Um uh, he supports the the Broncos. Uh, he's a good guy. Then got Coach Defense who supports the um the Chargers out there. Uh, and then there's, there's Captain Jack who supports the Raiders for that podcast. And then there's uh, I don't know the name of the fellow for the Chiefs. Um, I probably should know that thing. But yeah, like we're we'll all be kind of like kind of doing a little bit of contrib- uh, contributions for their channel uh, at least like once a week or whatever, a couple times like during the uh, the season, especially when the Chargers are playing. Uh, You know any of the divisional teams? We'll we'll put a little presentation together, and like we actually have that here too. Then we'll even we can even kind of workshop it with you guys right now too, Um, and that will be what we present to. Yeah, man. Hey, yeah, Twitch people, Boga. Yeah, we're live right now. How you doing? So. Just saw. Absolutely, saw, saw a message from uh, from live <laughs> from Twitch right now.
1: Yeah, no, that's great, then, Cal. So it would yeah. be nice if we can get the Raiders guy on as well. But uh, what yeah. time is that uh, podcast going to be? So people can. Uh, yeah. Uh, so to... they
0: they go live on Wednesdays, like like five thirty Eastern time or, or something like that. It's it's a it's a really strange time zone for them. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, I mean. Well, let me, I'll get some more information about that, and I'll drop it down there below um, so other people can see that. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So. Okay, perfect. So so this is our first week one matchup against uh, the director. So uh, this is our fantasy, uh, you know, week one. we got to beat the director. As you can tell, we we're really close. Maybe scroll down, Kyle, so we can actually see the players. We just see the uh, potential points at this point. But uh, this is our two teams. We've talked about it once or twice before. Yeah. Can you show the matchup, actually, so uh, yeah, we yeah, can see yeah. what they have? Let's see.
0: Uh, where is – I'm not really used to it. Okay, here's – there you go. Matchup right here. So, yeah, we're playing against Director Week 1.
1: Director Week 1, exactly. And then we're going to be going into uh, Chargers Raiders here pretty shortly, guys. But we just want to show you this is exactly – uh, you know, this is big for us because we're uh, – actually, it was the Charger uh, – who, who was uh, the one um, that started this again? Uh, chargers chat, chargers chat, chat yeah. that's right, chargers chat. Okay, so all right, so this is who the director's got, and I'm kind of oh, surprised it, he got Trey Lance, man. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know if I believe to in him at all. There you go. So, yeah,
2: I, I just had to pick us to win real quick, though. Yeah, that's probably go. why. That's probably why the uh, the Niners <laughs> kept uh, Garoppolo, too. They're just in case, yeah,
1: you know, and yeah, then They re- just,
2: restructured his contract for that reason, keep him around.
1: Well, I think they tried to trade him away and he couldn't get anywhere. So, yeah. Anyways, guys, we're going to keep you updated on this. Again, this is all for bragging rights. This is just all the Charger content creators. We're all in it. So, uh, you know, the Brisket Broads, the director, I mean, pretty much <sighs> pretty anyone much who's content, really doing guys. anything. Yeah, yep. all the content creators are on this, right? So, we're pretty happy with our team. Um, uh, so, anyways, this would be pretty good stuff. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I, so and, you know, uh, Saquon Barkley, I think, is a pretty good pickup too. I think he could be if he stays healthy. I think will be in good shape. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We got. Uh, I mean, yeah. Derrick Henry as our first pick, I think, was was pretty good steal. To be honest. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, Saquon Barkley was our second pick. That was that was pretty dang sweet too. So I was like, oh man, okay, all right, let's do this. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think you know. Really, realistically, right now, it's anyone's game because none of the none of these players have uh, proven to to actually be really good this year or not. You know, so we'll see like how how it plays out. I mean, there's I don't see anything that we can do about like moving our team around, or whatever. Week I one mean, is
1: always just let it go. Week yeah, yeah. Let it go. Figure it, don't out. it yeah. out. Don't overthink it. Just let it yep. go. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. You you know. Yeah. You nothing need, nothing needs to be explained more than that. So. Yep. Yeah, and so, uh, Boga, we're on all the medias. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on everything. So we we are monitoring all the different chats. So just so you know, um, we're kind of all over the place at this point. So, yeah, um, cool. All right, well, let's switch to the presentation on Chargers-Riders. Let's talk a little bit about yep. that, go into that. And then um, what questions you guys may have, uh, you know, throw them out there. So let's go to what we're going to discuss uh, with, you know, this upcoming game, guys. Hell yeah! Clip <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is solid, man. Yeah. No, um, no, so so yeah. Go ahead and show your presentation
0: yourself. Oh my little presentation. Okay, yeah. All right, that sounds good to me. So check it out here.
1: All right. So again, guys, we're on all the different medias, right? So we're mm-hmm. we're broadcasting live at everything simultaneously at this point. So yeah. you can follow us on Twitch, pretty much everything. Mostly YouTube and yeah. Instagram yeah. is really where we're at. For YouTube, the most part.
0: Instagram, <laughs> Twitch, Twitter. Uh, you know, uh you know, TikTok.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. The TikTok. Correct. Like, like, like and sub, and uh, you know, Instagram. We're throwing yeah. a lot more stuff for fantasy football in there, so that's kind of you know, really, we're getting more uh, kind of questions around fantasy. I know James and Kyle and I. We really enjoy fantasy football, so it should be exciting. And by the way, Aether, I do think that Herbert could win MVP. I'm pretty excited about it. So, all right, well, let's let's roll through this. The the three keys to the Chargers beating the Raiders. This is pretty good, man. I mean. Kyle, good job on this. We'll just add some color to it as well, too. Again, guys, we're going to do a pregame right before the game, and then we'll do a postgame as well, too, right? So this is just our initial thoughts week into it. So moving forward every Sunday or every Saturday, we'll probably Mm -hmm. have a normal, uh, longer, short uh, format of the week that was, changes, injuries, and go from there.
0: Yeah, sounds good. All
1: right. Uh,
0: yeah. So, I mean, this is our three. Key- this is like what my initial thoughts are with the three keys to the Chargers beating the Raiders uh, in week one. So yeah. here we go, man. All right. So and my overall game plan was just these three different things. So there's, there's many ways to beat, do this thing, but I felt like number one, uh, we have to beat shut down Derek Carr. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, this is, this is a bottom line. I mean, it, cause you know, He's he's obviously the leader of that team and all that stuff. So and then my number two point was like I felt like we had a three, two, one takeaways. And we'll get more in, in explaining what those are in a second. But then my biggest thing was points over risk. So let's get a little bit more into that there.
1: Yeah, and I, I would say this too. Like Derek Carr, right? I think he's what ranked fifteenth in the league potentially as as a as a uh, quarterback. He's really definitely not uh, you know. You know, he's not, not Herbert status or Brady status or anything like yep. that. But, um, but again, turnovers are a big part of it, right? And again, there were some things that we did last season that we were very poor at. One, our defense was horrible. It's uh, stopping the run, and also we were horrible at, uh, at special teams, right? So, yep. uh, we are really hoping that that improves. But yeah, I mean, yep. I think it's going to be some parts we're going to talk about moving forward. Again, questions you guys may have, throw them in the chat, and we'll get to them uh, a little bit later after we go through this. Sure.
0: Yeah, and I, I do know Aether has like a burning question. So. <laughs> he does.
1: <laughs> That's great. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it at the end here. Give us so. about 10, 15 minutes to get through this, and then we'll go through it. Okay, guys?
0: Yeah, sounds good. Here you go. Uh, yeah, so number one. Like, uh, but first and foremost, we just gotta say you know, family, trust, respect, bros. You know, like I mean, that's Absolutely. uh, that you know, the charges were all about one thing. You know, family, trust, and respect, and we'll we'll say that to any and every Raiders fan all, all day, every day. So, you know what, <laughs> yeah, you know, you just you just know that you know that that's 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 what we're about always. You know, so anyway. always <laughs> exactly all right. So,
1: right? So,
0: yep. so so here's the biggest thing. Uh, Here I'm gonna move this around so that way we can actually see. There you go. Yep. Uh, all right so there you go so now um when it comes to shutting down Derek Carr I feel like you know the biggest thing that we got to do is just penetration penetrating the line yep. you know it, that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be kind of an easier thing to do because the Raiders offense in the off season they didn't really do a whole lot uh for yeah, that, lines, the, that 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 yep. line like uh, I looked yep. at all like the their starters whatever they're all about like third yard uh, third year uh people like you know so they're they're fairly new and at this, it's set for the left tackle. They have a pretty decent left tackle, and that's either going to be against Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa. I'm not exactly sure which one's going to go on that side, um, but he's going to he's going to have a, a tough time no matter what because obviously we got like massively talented, tough players on that side. So, yeah. um, and because yeah. of that offensive line, you know Derek Carr's going to be put in a lot of high pressure situations. So he's he's going to have hardly any time to get that ball off. And I just really feel like, you know, he's gonna just like the first game that we played him against him last time, two turnovers and four sacks was all that we needed to do to actually pretend, you know, keep him uh out of the game. Yep. Um and then, you know, the last thing the two is that like our corners are gonna have this are gonna stick to the wide receivers like glue. Um and the truth is, like I'm pretty sure JC Jackson's gonna be, you know, 100%. ready to go. Yeah, yep. I think he's he's, I think he's gonna be he's practicing, be back. he's back. Uh, it's and honestly, I think it was kind of like a red herring for him to do this, uh, this surgery, whatever, where people were thinking that he might not be ready and stuff. But yeah, he's gonna be ready. Yeah, he'll be back. I mean,
1: those, those put a little, uh, those put a little numbing cream on it. He'll be fine. He'll be good. He'll be good to go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Throw Um, a, throw a band aid on it. Put some, uh, put some
2: antiseptic on there, whatever. You're good to go. Yeah, yeah, a
1: co- exactly. couple things I would add on this too, guys, right? Again, where we struggled, in fact, I was just chatting with my friend about this a little while ago, where we struggled was our defense, right? We were horrible at stopping the run. Yes. And w- and one of the things that I want to talk about too, and again, um, as far as defense is concerned specifically, I know we were talking about Jerry Tillery. Jerry Tillery, it sounds like he's going to be exclusively for passing uh, downs. Yep, like, yep. I don't think he's going to be there for run defense at all. So. Yep. Um, so he's going to be a bit of a hybrid type of, um, I don't know if he's going to be an edge rusher. I don't know how they're going to really work him specifically. I don't know if they're going to do stunts kind of, again, they're really keeping their cards close to the vest, uh, with how they're going to run the defense moving forward. Yeah. But very clearly he's not going to be there for run stuffing at all anymore. And so again, I, I, I consistently was saying, Hey, we should probably get rid of him, but yep. No, it's, uh, it looks like he's going to be with us, uh, you know, in, in that role moving forward. So,
2: you know, you know, and the thing, interesting thing about Jerry Tillery, though, like it as an offense, if you see him on the field, wouldn't you just decide to switch up the play at that point and run it directly at him? Like, that's the thing. Like, you think he could be a liability to be able to even be on the field because of how bad he is against the run. I mean, for sure. You could switch up a play real quick at the line and just be like, hey, it run at 99, you know, every time. So I, I, I just think that that's one of those things you got to think about. I know. I know that's kind of what I would do if I was a quarterback. If I saw him on the field, it's hey, attack the weakness as much as you can. Yep.
0: Yeah, 100%. exactly. And their and their um, when I was looking at the PFF on their lineup too, currently too, their right side is like far worse than our right side. You know, like yeah. I mean, obviously oh. we have we have we have a lot of uncertainty with our with our right side still because of you know Pipkins taking over the the job. I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be better than Storm Norton, but uh, yeah. you know, like there's still a little bit of uncertainty on how well he's going to do against um, what's his name uh, Miller, right? Um, no, Crosby, Max Crosby. You know, so who's
1: Miller? What are you talking about? Von Miller? No, no, <laughs> Mil- no Miller. Miller, Cros- Miller is their
0: yeah, yeah. Miller is their left tackle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, correct. Yeah.
1: yeah again, uh, again, you you put pressure on Derek Carr. What did what did uh, Bosa say last year? He basically said, look, you put pressure on his face, he just crumbles. Look, yeah. I agree, and I think their line yeah. is horrible, right? I think those yeah. two guys are going to be the biggest key factors to winning that game, shutting yeah. them down. Now, I will say this, though, going back to Derek Carr, what they probably will do, they'll do again. We've done this on a few other videos. Bottom line, they're going to get the ball out fast, right? That's the whole yeah. thing yeah. about, um, you know, really what, what um, you know, Bill Belichick did when we played against, you know, them. You know, Joey Bosa was like, why are you getting the ball out so fast, Tom Brady? Again, Derek Carr is no, no Tom Brady <laughs> yeah. at all. Oh, but yeah, having yeah. said that, I, I guarantee oh, Josh yeah. McDaniels is going to sit him down and say, "Look, you got two guys that are going to they're going to rip your head off. Get the ball out fast." And so that's going to be the main, you know, point of attack for their offense to our defense. So, anyways, yeah, absolutely, Agreed, yeah, agreed, agree, Carlos. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let's go to the next slide. We'll see what we got. Okay, guys. next slide. Yeah, a dead horse on this one, but yeah, no, nah, it's it's all right. It's all right.
0: There you go. So, what I was saying about the 3-2-1 takeaways, um I just feel like, you know, in order for us to win for sure to like a guaranteed win. Damn, Echo's trying to talk to me now. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I think we need to do uh we need to get one defensive touchdown. Like let Hang on a sec. Echo stop. <laughs> <laughs> jeez man all right that's great uh but yeah i think we need to get one defensive touchdown and uh yeah i'm no surprise here that, like you know like i mean with all the pressure that Derek Carr's going to have and like in, he's going to make critical mistakes and uh you know i don't know if it's going to be uh derwin james or if it's going to be jc jackson or even bryce callahan man because like i think a lot of people are actually going to be sleeping on bryce callahan is like yeah the, i
1: think he's going to have a good season if you say something that's a, yeah. he's got to stay healthy Stay well,
0: I mean that's everybody, you know. Like I mean, everyone's got to stay healthy, but you know, it's like you said, ain't no tickling match out there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but yeah, so but then like going back into the other slide, I, I kind of talked about it, like two turnovers. Um, that should actually be another good thing for for the whole team as 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 a uh, um to to guarantee that win. Because repeating our first mat meet- matchup, I can't even talk. Our, fir- our first <laughs> matchup from last year, um, you know, it took us. We had two turnovers. It was a fumble and an interception, and that was just enough to take away everything, you know. And then lastly, our three. We just need three downs and outs. That's about that's it, you know. Just to to stop them, prevent any points happening, you know, yep. taking their offense out of the game. Their, and specifically, their best weapon was Devonte Adams.
1: Yeah, well, so let me yeah. add a little bit to that as well too. So yeah. um, you're talking about Derwin James. Derwin James is going to man up Waller for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's going to he, he's going to be and you're seeing this picture right here. This is the takeaway he got right. So yeah. so DJ will most likely be on Waller the yeah. entire game. Yep. Yeah. JC Jackson will most likely be on Devonte Adams the entire game. Yeah. And then you'll have um, uh, you know Fante probably Asante or- in the slot either yeah. or well or it depends. I mean I'm I'm really kind of curious how Davis is going to be playing. He'll be on probably on the other side. Yeah. But it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. But they're going to man up. They're going to man up these guys. And Hunter Renfro, I'm very curious to see who's really going to be on Renfro. Do you think it'll be Asante Adams or do you think it'll be Mike Davis? I'm really curious. If, who who do you guys think? Mm.
2: Or um, think it could also be even Bryce Callahan, too. It's thing. It's right. yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of my kind point, of, right? Yeah. You know, there's so much deep amount of choices for the Chargers on who's going to play who. But we kind of yeah. know who's going to be on who with, obviously, Waller and who's going to be on... Um, Devontae Adams, but it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Hunter because I mean he's gonna be the other point in position for them that could be, you know, the position that hurts us even more. So
1: Yep, agreed. Um,
2: agreed. But we got we got choices, which is good, which is good.
1: Yeah, I mean and, and again, guys, um stopping the run is priority number one. I think like I said, we you already talked about that. Hillary. Yeah. Tillery is not going to be he, he's not gonna be there for running plays. You're not gonna see him for yeah. second down. You're just not. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to speak for Brandon Staley, right? He's, you know, he's forgotten things that I know about defense in the NFL, right? Yeah. So, my point is, um, you know, look, it's going to be, you're going to see a lot of Sebastian Joseph today. You're going to see a lot of Austin Johnson. Yeah. Morgan, Megan Fox. Yeah. She's a babe. (laughs) No, but but look, I mean, we're going to put the fat guys on the line and shut them down. Can't run the ball. You can't pass the ball. Dude. That's the takeaways, right? That's the whole point. Pressure him, get the ball out of his hands quick, and uh, hit him hard, man. I think it's going to be exciting. So, yeah, and and you're right, 100% correct. We have to stop the run. And guys, we were dead last in the league on that. I think we were at 32 or or, no, we were 30th, I think. 30th in the league. It was like 30. Definitely bottom five for sure. Yeah, it was horrible, right? I mean, even if we get to 15, just mediocre, right? 100% Yeah, hundred percent better because our secondary is great. We got and we or our secondary is much better as well too. So hundred percent. Yep.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: I, I agree. Hundred percent lockdown. I I really believe that. Look, Bosa and Mac are going to be the key. If they if they can get to Derek Carr, make his day tough. Yep. We're going to win one hundred ten percent. One hundred ten percent.
2: And I agree. Well, my analysis of the Raiders is their weakness is their O-line and that's yes, 100%. that is 100%. what's going to affect them to even be competitive in the AFC West like 100%. my opinion they have a fantastic strength in their receivers which somebody had chatted about that already in, in the chat um, yep. their strength is their two ends with Chandler yep. Joan and Max Crosby but from the back end that whole back end of their defense is still kind of unsure. So they, suspect. Yeah. Suspect. So suspect. Yeah. And so yep. there's a lot of ability that our O line versus their D line, if we shut their D line on, Herbert's going to have a field day. I mean, he could essentially get up to possibly a 400 yard kind of game right right out of the gate kind of thing. So
1: so I think he, he could have 500 field yards. With him. It'd be so really 500 interesting. 500 yard.
2: I did say I, I, that he's going to have two 500 yard games this season. And what if he started yeah. out? Week one, it could that be. Way. Yeah, it could yeah, be. So yep, yep, that would be amazing. You
1: know, and and again, you know, you have to think more about the Raiders culture. Again, I think it was I was talking to you, James, or with Kyle about this earlier today? We I, we talk guys again. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. When they when they let go of Leatherwood, that doesn't that yep. said something very interesting. Basically, Josh McDaniels came in and said, "This guy's a clown. Get rid of him." Yep. Right. Back in the days, the old the old Raiders, you, you had you know ownership say, "Sorry, we're paying this guy a bunch of money. Keep him around." Make it work, sure. That those days are gone now with the Raiders, and that's not good for us in a lot of ways, just because look, we like them having crappy players. Yeah, you know, yeah, make it work. Jamarcus Russell, that guy was one of the worst quarterback picks ever, right? So, anyways, right. We, we could talk more right. about this, but it will be interesting to see how we play, right? And again, guys, remember we're a paper team, but we got to go out and prove it at this point. Everyone walks, yeah, you know, it says, Hey, we're amazing, we're amazing. Well, dude, we got to go out and show it, you know. Every right. year we say yeah. this. So, anyways,
0: you know. Um, Now that you say that too, that reminds me too, because Brandon Staley in the first All In episode basically was saying, "He's like, look, anytime that someone tells you tells you that we the Chargers are a talented team, you should be offended. Offended. I agree. I like that. Because you know we're we're yes we're we're talented or whatever, but that's not what what we need to be known as. We need to be known as a tough team. You know, like a, a tough team to beat and Things like that, you know. So I was like, oh, okay. So that's pretty good. I like that.
1: Yep. Well, and and it, and it just goes to show you that we've pro- we've proven nothing, right? Yeah, we've yeah. Proven nothing up to this point. And so right. we, we can sit here all day as podcasters and say, Oh, yeah, it's gonna be amazing. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Well, you still gotta <laughs> go win. Right? Yeah, we still, still gotta win. That's go, right. We still gotta go win, right? And look, you never know. You know, maybe maybe Josh McDaniels is gonna have a, a breakout coaching season. I hope to god that doesn't happen because you know, I hate the Raiders. We all know that, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. So, anyways. We've kind, of, yeah. we've kind of beaten a dead horse here. So,
0: eh, yeah, that's no, all right. Whatever. You know, we just, we just, you know, chumming it up. It's all good. It we'll up. go to the
1: next one here.
0: Yeah, let's go to the next one. Yeah. All right. So, the last point, obviously, was uh, points over risk. Look, I can't stress it enough. I mean, I love Brandon Staley's aggressiveness on those fourth down yep. calls and stuff like that, you know. But for the love of God, take the points when you can, you know, because like le- legitimately, like what matters the most is points in the game you know, yep. because yeah. Yep. Okay. It matters. Okay. Great. You can get a, a first down on a fourth down or whatever, but you know, if you can get freaking three points, just do it. You know, I, I 100%, that's why Bill Belichick is wins all the time because he just yeah. scores points. It's all about sure. them points, you know? Um, and then the biggest thing too, is like, I don't really want to see him take unnecessarily risky play calls. Like, like that fourth and 19th, in the green zone, I don't want to see that any anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah, just, let's not do that. Like to to potentially kickstart the offensive mind or whatever like that. Yep. Let's let's look, man. It's about winning the game and getting it. You you just didn't have the right situations for that game right there. And I don't remember Agreed. if it, that if that led to a, a points for the Raiders or anything still like roll. that. You know, Three points, it, it was roll. yeah. Yep. So yep. yeah, and that's
1: and. And that, 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 was, that was the difference in the game when that was overtime. the difference of the game right
0: there too you yeah. know so, so it's like I,
1: I, again yeah, yeah. It, but but I but I, I I applaud his aggressiveness but yes
2: great
1: I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this though we are a different team and he, he yeah in his defense he actually said this the difference is we are a different team that was last year's team and he understood the fact that our special teams was so poor yeah so poor that yep. you know. Long was horrible. I mean, look at the statistics. You know, J.K. Scott is an absolute weapon. Five seconds in the air, special teams can cover easy. Massive. You know, yeah. he, he can flip the field in no time. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we need, that's right? Great. So, So, I, I don't think we're going to see that on our side of the ball yeah. um, at all anymore. I think they'll say fine. And, and we have a defense that can stop the run and make things happen right. as he wants. Um, so, I, I think, yes, he'll be aggressive. But I don't think he'll be aggressive with the
0: Hello. Oh, we no. Point where... <laughs> right. yeah. you, you, you just yeah. you just stroked out there, bro.
1: Oh, I did? did, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, did I you, you totally just, like, locked up for a second. Oh, I did? <laughs> oh,
1: it's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, but, but the one thing I will say is that, um, again, our kicker is going to kick at 50 yards. So, if yeah. – if, that's it. He doesn't kick it over 50 yeah. yards. You know, he's very accurate at 50. So, just know that, guys, if we're driving and it's there – okay, we'll probably go for it. Those are the times yep. I think we're definitely going to go for it and push. Right. Um, and and yep. those are the ones that I think we're going to be pushing more. So we'll see more of that. I mean, I'm predicting it right now. That's going to happen 100%. I not even think about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's that's kind of my take. So I know I'm you know, taking um, it. On know, my,
2: my whole thing about him being with his risky fourth down calls and everything, like, okay, that fourth and 19 call, kind of silly to do that. But I was reading an analyst. I think it was on the Peter King interview that he talked about. Um, and he said there was a difference between that call of winning and losing the game. And if he made that call and converted that, like the percentage of like winning oh, yeah. was like extremely high. 100%. Um, so yeah. he, he if he goes back on the analytics game of what he did last year, 100%. I expect it to be the same exact thing over and over and over. And then the thing yep. is, though, difference from last year's team to this year's team, we actually have a defense that could probably back us up a lot better. And do things could actually get to the quarterback, sack the quarterback, make him have 100%, 100%. a loss of uh, yards, or put him out of field goal range, or yep. get a pick, or whatever it might be. There's so many things that I think I like his aggressiveness because I think he really changed how yep. the game is viewed and how fourth downs are viewed. And
1: well, he's he's completely changed defense, right? Yeah, completely changed. The completely N- changed. NFL is a copycat league, 110. Yes, it's a copycat league. And bottom line, bottom line, Brandon Staley's defense. Everyone's going after it, right? One hundred percent. Two high shell. You got two safeties to, to cover the top. Play man underneath. Stop the run. That's it. It's pretty simple. Yep. Um, running it is very difficult, right? If you if you see anybody talk about it, it is very difficult to run because yep. you know just the way you have to line up. You see this. You see this formation. This guy does this. Yep. You do this, and there's a lot you have to do. Right. Now, one other thing I would say too. This is the first time that Justin Herbert's had the same offense uh, in, what, six years? Six yeah. years. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to see a lot more audibles moving forward, so he'll probably be changing the play at the line for something different. Okay, they're yeah. running this defense. All right, let's do something different, right? Let's get the ball yeah. out in the flat, you know, switch it to a, a run. I could see two two plays coming in, and then he gets to pick one, and then maybe audible to the other one. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. But I think – Guys, they've been very vanilla all through preseason on sure, defense sure. and offense. Have, have and, you, that's, have,
0: and that's good, though, because then it really just shows that, you know, we're not going to tip, show our hand at guys, all. Guys, have you noticed that? Yeah.
1: 100%. 100%. Yep. Yeah. And so, anyways, so I decided to see what what we come up with. 100%, yeah, right?
2: Anthony, he, he brought up that, he says, this is the best coach we've ever had. I'd much rather have an aggressive coach than uh, not an aggressive coach. I personally, like, Go back to the Anthony Lynn days, even in the first year of of Herbert's uh, or in 2020 year, there was times where I'm like, why is he relying on special teams when he you have to know at that point? I have a special quarterback. Keep it in his hands. And he finally did that, ironically, within the Raider game where he ran the ball into the to the uh, for a touchdown. And Herbert's like, I was in, I was in, yep. kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> so, like, he finally understood at that point you could take risks with this guy that's going to make a play for you. And yeah. that's where I think Brandon Staley understands his personnel and and personally, why would you try to take
1: the ball out of your number one player's hands? Like, yeah, the diff- the difference though was this is I think Anthony Lynn also didn't want to hurt him, and he wanted to keep him there, healthy. Having said that, there's a difference between playing not playing to win and playing not to lose. Yeah, right, great, yeah. Uh, Coach Staley is playing to win, right? Yeah, and yep, he, he's not playing not to lose, right? And that's you remember, remember Marty Ball, right? We get yeah. a lead, we just run the ball, we just run the ball, mm-hmm. run the ball. I, okay, I get that, that's fine. But Brandon Staley's like, no, I want to, I'm going to put my foot on their throat, crush yes. their windpipe, and put them to sleep, right? And yes. that's I like that. Yeah. but he didn't he didn't quite have the team last year to make that happen so right, anyway right
0: cuz like um, yeah cuz it's just like other people have said in the chat is that like yeah our defense and special teams were a massive liability last year so huge liability
1: huge we had big, yeah. to
0: actually be more aggressive on our offense because 100%. we we had a top 5 offense last year yeah. and we're going to have a top 5 offense this year but we're also going to have at least a top 10 special teams okay. and at least, a, uh, I'd say top five defense.
1: I hope, you know. Yeah, man, I hope so. I That'd hope That'd be so. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and I do think though, um, the nice thing is we have depth at every position, right? Mm-hmm. We all saw that. Yeah. Even our even our rookies look pretty good, right? And and guys, you know, we we, we were talking about maybe we should we talk about the fifty three man roster. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not a very exciting conversation. Everyone's talked about it. No, I yeah, know I did a video yeah, on it last yeah. week. Yeah, we already but talked about is, it. Yeah. We got depth. We got Mike Bandy back. He's on the practice squad. He's he's got some talent. So if we start having some attrition in our wide receiver roles, we got people that could step in. We did not have that last year, guys. Look at the Texans game. That is a perfect example that we did not have enough players on our bench when these injuries started occurring and COVID to be out there and be you know competitive. Yeah. And so I'm excited yeah. to see what we have. You know, so and yes, Carlos, our kicker is amazing.
2: Yep. Yep. He's solid. He's solid all around. Man, super oh, solid, Andy, Andy. Andy's man. Dude, he's we are like completely different. disappearing again.
1: Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Keep, you keep stroking out, bro. It's funny <laughs> because I'm still alive. I'm yeah. still alive, but uh, oh Am yeah. I good well, now?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're you're good now. Yeah, we know you're alive. You know, shoot, you ain't, you drop, you ain't <laughs> dropping dead. Hold on, just hold on,
1: heartbeat. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you know.
0: With all that said, though, still, like, I think he still needs to be aggressive in the right situations. You know, yeah, correct. Like, because yep. obviously, like, you know, but now, like, I mean, the biggest thing as well too is that other teams are going to know that he's an aggressive coach, and they are going to kind of be more prepared for that as part of their practice. Hundred uh, percent, And so 100%. sometimes he's, they, he's got to, you know, be like play like, no, I think we should play it safe a little Sometimes So still, it's really yeah. it's very exciting to watch him go for it on fourth down because yep. we have we have the highest success rate with the most amount of uh, attempts. 100%. Um, yep. And so and that's that's just awesome to see. So
1: let and, and and me give you let me give a quick breakdown, guys, if you don't know this about the analytics side of things. What that means is this. Ultimately, it's by the way, it's awesome to me that AWS was a sponsor for the NFL. That was not a surprise. By the way, I'm in tech. James is in tech. We're both in tech sales. So we understand the analytics side of things. So what they're doing is they're saying, okay, Brandon Staley goes, great. This is the offense I'm running. Then that's the defense that they're running. And statistically, what would work best on running plays? What would work best on passing plays, right? That's This is just a very remedial way of describing what analytics means. Yep. You can break it down. 5-yard, 10-yard, 15-yard plays, and then you just have it completely game-planned out, this is what we run. And I'm not joking. That's 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 the simplest way of describing it, is that it will break down what statistically beats that defense, what statistically would beat that offense on the defensive side of the ball. So then you're not sitting there going, hmm, what do I want to run? You yep. ever think of how many stupid people are up in that box every time you see yeah. a you know, offensive coordinator. Who are these guys over there, like, punching buttons? Those are Mm -hmm. analytics guys breaking down and making decisions in real time and feeding information to the coaching staff. So my point is, guys, just understand that that's really what the analytics is. is. And so Brandon Staley's cutting edge in that regard, right? He's really focusing on changing the game. I think it's exciting. Um, I think it's very exciting, right? And that's why passing has become such a prolific situation is that you can make these high-percentage throws very easy, even if yeah. you're a remedial quarterback, right? But when yeah. you're a better quarterback like Herbert, it's easier. So, anyways, pretty. Interesting. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, going back to the Peter King interview that he had with Brandon Staley, yeah. there you go. Know, the one thing that he kind of made a point of is look, there's this, and it's interesting that a coach for the Chargers actually even talked about it about how the chargering situation of the fi- the Chargers find a way to beat themselves basically. Um, it's interesting because he's, he said, "Look, man." If we're gonna do it and we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose on our terms in the way that we want to play, and we're gonna play the way yep. that we decided to play. And I'm okay with him taking aggressive calls when necessary. And I think the thing is, though, in my opinion, I know we've beaten this thing up so much, but my thing is, is like we have a defense now that actually could help our offense if they try to make or take a risk. We have a special teams if we're gonna, you know, punt the ball off. We got a guy that can hang the ball up five seconds in the air to Amazing. where we don't get a return at all. There's a lot more things that we've added within this team that have made this team become potentially the way Brandon Staley wants to be aggressive. So I think there's a lot of win-win situations here if he becomes aggressive. And I think you're going to see it a lot in the Chiefs game, I guarantee that, because that's the reason why that Brandon Staley got the job for the Chargers, came in with a plan. This is how you beat the Chiefs kind of thing.
1: 100%. With the
2: Raiders, we'll see how it happens. I mean, we all saw what happened in Week 18 and how many times we went for it and how successful we were. Mind you, that was against Gus Bradley's own defense, basically. (laughs) And he almost gave up that game. But what I'm saying is, like, we are not going to be a team that does not take risks. I mean, we are going to be a team that definitely tries to be able to do the right thing at the right time. And we have a team that could back up those chances or those risks that we have taken. So I I hope that's going to be the case. And I want that to be the case. So we'll see. Week one is totally different. Totally different yeah. Different season, but my hopes is, is that he keeps that aggressive nature up.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And, and again, I, I think bottom line, um, I, I, I think it's very interesting. Again, guys, we ran extremely vanilla offense and extremely vanilla defense all through yep. preseason. Yep. There was nothing. Guys, we weren't even doing stunts for the most part. I'm not even joking. They weren't even <laughs> doing stunts at the line. Yeah. And, you know, you can sit back and say, well, you know, yep. that's how they're going to look. No. And they, and we did we didn't play any of our starters we know that right so it's going to be very different so um, Kyle why don't you tee up a couple of YouTube videos you know we could just kind of have the sure. Chargers stuff in the background while we answer some questions so you guys can see some you know the cool stuff on the YouTube channel um, uh, for the Chargers and then we could kind of highlight a couple questions you have here I know Aether's got a question for sure
0: yes uh, uh, I, we did, can I did. That. I did highlight that question um, in there, but yeah. So yeah, let's, yeah, let's go through that. Just uh, yeah. So this is gonna be our my three keys to the Chargers beating the Raiders uh, for this upcoming week with the Wild Wild West podcast. That's uh, also called the Mile High Roundtable uh, podcast network. I guess they have a whole bunch of different things. Uh, they mostly talk about the Broncos, but they do have a section where like you know to talk about the AFC West. Um, and again, they, they always go live on, uh, Wednesdays, I believe at like, I think actually, I think it's four thirty Pacific time. And so that's yep. why I, I usually just, uh, lose it, lose track of it because it's like su- such an early time. Um, yeah, well, but yeah,
1: put it in the description below. So yeah, yeah, you guys well, I will do. Yeah. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um. All right, so yeah, you guys uh, want me to queue up some uh, videos in here for you? Guys? Yeah, yeah,
1: we'll, we'll just queue them up. It'll be just background so you yeah. guys can see some of the plays, preseason, yeah. so on and so forth. And then we'll go through some of your guys' questions. So let's go through Aether's questions, first, if you mind highlighting it, Kyle.
0: Yeah, here you no, go. But,
1: but again, guys, I think, you know, just to wrap it up as Kyle's teeing this up, look, at the end of the day, we're a different team than we were last year. I think everyone that I see talk about the Chargers, talk about, We've improved everything that needed to be improved from last year. That's the thing that I really like. So uh, it's a good thing. I'm excited to see how this plays out, right? I think I think we'll do well, um, and uh, you know we'll be good. So, all right, let, let's see. Aether, if J.C. Jackson does not play, do you see Coach Staley will play 4-2-5 defense, Max Bosa, Josa, two linebackers, five secondary. I think he – so I'm going to give you my, my personal take on it. Um Brandon Staley is going to run his offense, or excuse me, his defense the way he's going to run his defense. 100. percent I do not think he's going to change things up. You know, I think he believes in his players enough that no matter what, at the end of the day, they're just going to run it the way they're, they're going to run it. Right now, I will say this though: you will see four-two-five um, at different situations for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's going to go by case by case basis. Yeah,
2: you know, and and that's the thing. Like, it, it's all really about what they're trying to, you know, block. Say they say, okay, it's going to be a run play. Maybe they'll do a four-two-five. Maybe if it's going to be, you know, a passing situation, maybe they'll do a five-one-five, um, a basically, kind of thing. Is that is that correct? Yeah, five-one-five. For some reason, that didn't make 5-1-5. any sense in my head. Um, yep. But it's all going to be kind of a situational package for them. So um, they'll rotate well, players yeah. in and out throughout every time that they have to play defense. So. So yeah, I, th- I think four two five is going to be more of
0: it uh, because a five one five just leaves the mid way too open. I feel like you know because well, that's where one. you
2: put Derwin in the box, so it's like yeah, it's, it doesn't yep. keep everybody in the back. They're going to pull people down too. Yeah. so and that's more of a four four man front, as in you know your standard defensive line, and then you put your one linebacker, and then you push down a safety, which will be Derwin for sure. So. Uh, there is, that's that's the idea of what it is, is a 5-1. Well,
1: an and again, uh, it's very much a hybrid defense too, right? Yeah, so, completely um, hybrid. It, it, it's so funny. I mean, I it, we, we talk about these certain formations, right? It's yeah, really, yeah. again, we're going to see a lot of man coverage. Um, that's one yep. of the things that Brandon Sully talked about a lot is that, hey, can these rookies play man coverage? yeah Right? Some proved it. Some did not prove it, right? Um, a great example, Dean Leonard did not prove that he could play man coverage. He's not ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously. But at the end of the day, he does have the speed. He does have the talent, but he needs a little bit more tutelage to make yep. things, uh, you know, work for him moving forward, right? So, so yeah, very exciting to see that play. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. All right, to see, see let's that see that the go. next question here as well, too. Uh, bolt up, baby. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's that's a good one. I, I was actually just talking about this um, yep. earlier that – um the rumor is that Tillery is pretty much going to be an edge rusher moving forward. We don't have a lot of depth at edge. So um, uh, I think that, you know, that's going to be a big part of the conversation where he's pretty much just going to be an edge rusher moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I, I do not think he's going to be stopping the run because he's a turd at stopping the run. <laughs> yeah. And we know that, right? He yeah. sucks. Like, he's not good. He's a ragdoll. Mm-hmm. He gets pushed around. So I think moving forward, Tillery is going to be nothing but an edge rusher. Or at, 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 at most... He will be there to come in in passing situations. So yep. that's, that's my view on it.
2: Yeah, yeah he's going to be pretty lightly used, in my opinion. I think he's too much of a liability to be on the field, in my opinion. Like, they, he's basically Austin Johnson's going to be out there. It's going to be Sebastian yep. Joseph Day. Morgan Fox is going to be in front of Tillery. Maybe Fajoko is I, healthy. Yep, Fajoko. Personally, I'd put Fajoko in over Tillery, in my opinion. Like
1: Oh, easy. easy. Uh, yeah. Definitely, he's a fat I, I body, just, dude. He's a fat yeah. body. You cannot yep. move him around. And right, right. If you got to man him up, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's get, so remember the defensive linemen have to cover a gap and a half. That's what they actually cover. Yep, yeah, so yeah. Covering the A gap, they're covering uh, they're covering a gap and a half a B gap. So just remember, they're there to cover both. And the problem is, is Tillery. He plays so soft. You yeah, know,
2: very he soft. He doesn't.
1: He doesn't move bodies. So what you need is people to move bodies. That's why Aaron Donald did so well. In Brandon Staley's defense, yeah, at the Rams because he moves bodies, right? So, anyways, yep.
0: yep, exactly. You know what? I think I, I kind of like that. Maybe that's what they were they wanted to do with Tillery this whole time yeah. because he is a really tall and like six six s- yep. skinny kind of guy. So, maybe he actually was was always designed to be a good edge rusher,
2: yeah. like that, you know. I mean, uh, how how weird would that be? Anthony Joseph just said, "Is imagine if he does do good at edge, like <laughs> how yeah, right? weird if that does happen, I right?" Mean, I, I mean, know. yeah. who knows? Well, I mean, you got Chris Rump out there too as an edge player yeah, it, too, and so Yeah, is looking amazing. And it's interesting. Yeah. I think it was uh, uh, Money was talking about it, and he was like, "You know, the thing is, though, Chris Rump is a guy that looks like he could be a starter in some other team too." Absolutely, so, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we have pretty good, like, edge rushers, obviously. Um, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. <laughs> but, you know, there's injuries that do happen, and things do happen, and we need to have that other guy. And I think that's yeah. where Tillery will get involved. If it becomes – we come down to edge four or whatnot, I think that's right. where Tillery will get involved.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and remember – guys, remember Gus Bradley, as much as we hate that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he actually tried to get Tillery to be an edge rusher, and he couldn't yeah. make it happen, right? So – Tillery is in this weird situation where he can't quite figure it out, right? He can't figure anything out. Like, I, he just – I don't know. Is he dumb yeah. or something? I don't get it. I don't get yeah, it. Nah. You know, the game and the whole deal. But, but my point is, you know, it might just be the fact that he just doesn't have the talent. And yeah, and really, I mean, look, I saw Morgan Fox look so much better than he ever Way did. Way better. Way better. <laughs> in preseason. I was like, yeah. man, what in the hell? Because he played – I think he played the first game and maybe a little bit of the second game. I mean, yeah. uh, only a few snaps – Disruptor. I was like, oh my God, yeah. God, he looked great, and I'm like, yeah. dude, how can Tillery not do this? He's like thirty pounds heavier than this guy. He just doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. Yeah. So I don't you know. know. And
2: there's times that you and I, Andy, when we were chatting about the game, and we're like, look at Tillery, and he just stops. Like he does yeah. like two moves, stops, and yeah. he doesn't yep. try more. Doesn't his, continue like, running. His yep. His motor's very, very like low. He does yep. not have a high motor by any means. He doesn't have yeah. extra effort, and uh that's the the issue with him. And and if you put him at an edge, if he does one to two moves and he finds a way to be able to get pressure onto the quarterback, hey, maybe he does fit better. He just doesn't fit well as a defensive tackle or nose tackle or anything like that. He doesn't fit well at all there. He gets destroyed there. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah. But See, I do
2: think that Tillery, yes, Lee, 787, I do think Tillery kind of disappears. This season progresses or possibly gets traded off somewhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it's uh... – a. Yeah, and, you know, you start seeing some, some defensive linemen get hurt for other teams. You know, who knows? Uh-huh. They could get traded off. doesn't happen typically, but, you know, you never know. Um,
0: yeah. I to, mean, the look, I, to the Colts, I believe. Yeah. To the yeah, Colts. Makes I could see something
1: like that. One yeah. um, other question. Go ahead yeah. and highlight another question here, Kyle. There
0: you go. Pablo uh, asked earlier, over or under 10 neutral zone infractions due to Justin's
2: season, second year in this offense. You it's know, a that's, that's a weird stat to kind of keep an eye on, um, in my opinion. But yeah. it is one of those things that you're probably going to see a little bit more hard count type stuff at the line. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I would expect that to be probably over that, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. the season's long, 17 games. I mean, you would think yeah. you just need almost, on average, basically 0.7 uh, neutral zone infractions per game throughout the year to be be over that. So... I definitely see at least, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say as a stat. I mean, let's say fourteen of those this year or something like that. I could totally see something like there that. But yeah, try to get the tr- knowledge of, draw them, of the of the offense definitely makes um, it a little easier for him to work. Well, on. Yeah, definitely they're definitely focusing
1: on that more this year for sure. Like they, yep. they, mm-hmm. they specifically talked to him about like Peyton Manning switching yep. up the count because last season, to Pablo's point. He pretty much just went on one every time. He never switched yeah. it up. He didn't do anything. They, they, they just wanted to, you know, limit false starts and so on and so forth. But I do believe this year they're going to get a little more creative in that regard. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I would love to see at least 10. Um, I'd love to see – obviously, I'd love to see more. But, yeah, uh, that'd be know. great. And, well, and, and think of it this way, too, guys. I had this thought the other day. I remember – I can't remember who was talking about it. Maybe it was somebody specifically. Maybe it was Brandon Saley talking about it. Think about how often we go for it on fourth down anyways. Yeah. We could line up. And, oh, are they going to go for it? Are they going to go for it? And then start doing those counts and, yeah. get, and get them to come off sides, right? And then punt the ball. So just say, guys, we're not going. We're going to try and get them to come off sides and then go with, like, a, a silent count or whatever. Sure. I mean, you know, be the wild card. You know, if, in the NFL, if you're predictable, you get beat. You get yep. beat. 100% beat. So yep. I know Brandon Steele does not want to be that way. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this mm-hmm. plays out. Yeah.
0: Yep. So that's good. Agreed. Yeah. I agree, agree on that one for sure. And we got Steve Doyle. Uh, got us yeah. a quick, quick question there. Would you want to go for it? Says, this was actually based on our other sli- last slide there. Would you want to go for it on fourth on the one-yard line for a touchdown or for three points? Touchdown every single time. See, yeah. that's that's really not an unnecessary risk, in my opinion. You know, like yep. that's, that's being aggressive and that's going for the points because a one-yard line attempt is not – that difficult you know like it's just like you know justin herbert can do the qb sneak and i was in i was
2: in in, baby yeah so
0: you know like uh like i would go for for that for sure i mean because even if you didn't make it then they're like in really a tight situation where you can still get two points so you know but the potential is there
2: yeah yep 100 good situation all day yeah three points is great but at the same side like Mm -hmm. i've always viewed it like this like Mm -hmm. With Brandon Staley, say, if he doesn't go for it when he's in a field goal situation, suspect kicker and everything like that, there's a good risk or a chance that we could miss that field goal. Or we could just take a risk on that fourth down and potentially get to another, say, another first down. So we got four more downs to kind of work with or whatnot. But I've always viewed it like this. Three points is great, but at the same side, one touchdown neutralizes three points, and you're four points up on them. True. Two field goals, still six points, but one touchdown can neutralize two field goal attempts. Right. So I've always viewed it as go for seven every time. It might, if you have the opportunity, go for it. It's very Madden-esque of a mentality, but at the same <laughs> side, I'll take a touchdown over a field goal any day, any yeah. day.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll give you the flip side of that conversation. I don't know who watched the uh, Utah Gators game last night. That was pretty awesome. And um, – Utah had the ball, I think, on the three or four yard line, and they had the ability to kick a field goal and tie the game. Well, they threw the ball, I think, with 20 seconds, maybe it was like 10 seconds left. They said, "Okay, let's try and win the game. He he throws a pick in the end zone, and they lose the game. So there are two ways of playing it, having said that Bill Belichick would kick the field goal. Potentially, of course, actually, in that situation, they wouldn't. They would say, hey, look, if it's not there, throw it away. I promise you they didn't say, hey, look, try and fit that sure. ball in the window or anything like that. But the quarterback made a really bad choice to throw the ball and he got picked. So uh, my point is, it's one of those situations where you have to sit back and, and look at the situation, what makes most sense at that exact moment, yeah. and go from there, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of ways of looking at it, but, um, and, and again, Brandon says he's going to be aggressive. That's that's in his nature. He's not going to play any other yeah. way. And he said we're going to win and lose on our terms. And I yes, I, sure. I like that. I like that mentality. We win yes. and lose on our terms. So Yeah, yeah 100%.
0: That? You know, so yeah, like in and that that was the only other thing too that I was the point I was going to say too. It's like it's all about situational football. Obviously, yep. if we were on 4th and 1 you know yard and like but we were behind and all we needed was 3 points to win the game, you go for the field goal that's guaranteed 100%, 100%.
1: points, you know?
0: 100%. Yeah. Yep. Like if, if the game is on the line, you just go for that, you know, that's yep. fine, you know, but with that said, in the other situation, I want to, I want to go for that. <laughs> go for yep. the touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Agreed. Yep. So moving on to the next question here, uh, Pablo had another one for us. Let's go. it? Like, yep. how big of an impact do you think Sonny Michelle will have on the Chargers offense? That's a good question. We just picked him up, you know? So like, I think that's pretty sweet. I mean, uh, I was talking to, to Andrew about this the other day, and I was like, you know, it's kind of saddens me that, like, uh, he became available, and immediately he became our running back, too. Uh, despite, you know, like, Joshua Kelly's, all this of off-season effort and things, like, and he's looking all buff now. He's able to do, like... And he did really well in the preseason, but then now he's, he's still running back three. So, because yeah. Sonny Michelle is proven to be good at that position, and so he just lost a job just like that, you know, that's just, that's the NFL for you, you know? So it's like, dang, but with that said, I think he's going to be able to do great things because, you know, he, he's, he's exactly like Austin Eckler already too. So he's, he's good for like, you know, he's good for receiving, like, you know, running out, doing a little bump and run, get up out there. And I think he's going to, you know, you know, they are going to be able to switch off and on like constantly all season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and remember this, He's won a championship with two different teams, right? Like, he's fantastic. And he doesn't fumble the ball. He's done well, right? Patriots and also the Rams. Yeah. And, you know, what, what does Brandon say? Always say, I want to team up with players that have done it. Kyle Van yeah. Noy did it twice. Yeah. Sonny Michelle's done it twice on two different teams, right? These guys yeah. are leaders, right? And so, look, you could say all day, hey, I'm sad that, you know, that Kelly's going to be the third running back. Well, what, what about, uh, you know, Isaiah Spiller? Spiller is yeah. out right now, although he's, Kind of sounds like he is, but you know what? He's a rookie, right? So let him have some time on uh, to, to learn from a good running back and figure his game out, right? That's a good thing for him. So, yep. you know, I, I, I it shouldn't be looked at as a bad thing. It should be looked at as a good thing, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: so, agreed. Yeah. Just adding a vet. In that position of need, I I think we've chatted a lot about that, and and Charter fans have said, hey, we should just go after some sort of vet somewhere or another in the running back side of things because we always rely, and we have been in the last three years relying on rookies to be able to be the RB2 in general because Justin Jackson has always been injured, so it's always some sort of rookie that gets thrown in and he gets forced into there. So adding a guy like Sonny Michelle, just adding a guy that could run and catch the ball is huge for the Chargers. It's a yep. it's a bold bold move. And once again, Andy said it too. He's won two Super Bowls, two different teams. I think I'll take that yep. all day. I'll take all, it, day. all day. Another guy that's all been day. there and done that. I love it.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, it, it's dude. They've done it. They know how to win. They know how mm-hmm. to win in those tough situations. By the way, funny funny little thought before we move on to the next question. Brandon Staley looked at Sony Michelle his entire. I think he he was scouting when he was eighteen. Because oh, he wow. was just an absolute stud, so yeah. he saw him through his entire college career, everything like that. And so, look, Sony Michelle has a, an immense amount of talent. Isaiah Spiller does too. Joshua Kelly does as well too. Guys, injuries happen. These guys will get a chance. They mm-hmm. will get carries. But yep. again, it's sort of like the conversation: Why would you want to give somebody else carries when you have Austin Eckler, arguably one of the best? running backs, I say running backs in air quotes, because bottom line, he's not really a running back. I mean, he's more yeah. of a wide receiver, kind of a Debo Samuel type, in my opinion. But you don't want to have a fall off. Okay, this guy's going to, you know, if Austin Eckler is going to get me six yards and he's available, I'd rather go with Austin Eckler yeah. when, when, when Isaiah Kelly's averaging three yards a carry. Well, why would I do that? You wouldn't do that. Yeah. If you're a coach, you're going to go with the hot hand. And so that's a big yeah. part of it. And Richard Richey, good to see you, buddy. We need, to, uh, we, we need to make sure we get some content together uh, yeah. get us in touch with the, the, the Raiders guy. Um, I don't know what Cap- his name is. Yeah. Captain, Captain Jack, yeah. Captain Jack. We, want, we would like to have him come on our show maybe Wednesday or sometime this week, and we could do uh, Bolt Bros plus Captain Jack to talk about, just kind of have a discussion about the mm-hmm. uh, Raiders-Chargers week one matchup and uh, kind of break down what they think mm-hmm. we're going to do, what we're going to do. And so yeah. get, have him get us in touch with us.
0: I think, uh, you know, the well, truth is, too, is that uh, he is going to be at the game on Sunday as well.
1: Uh, so oh, yeah, cool.
0: I, may, I, may, I may link up with him then and do a little, like, you know, one-on-one in person with him, too. So That'd
1: be awesome. That'd be yeah, awesome. That'd great. be great.
0: Good. Sweet. Yeah. All right. So next <laughs> question here. We've got slee on <laughs>
1: That's
0: good. Slee787. Uh, who gets more <laughs> yards this year, Palmer or Carter?
1: Uh, that's,
0: that's an interesting Palmer. question.
1: Palmer. You think
2: Palmer? I mean, yeah, dude, yeah. I,
1: I think Palmer's ready, dude. He's I mean, ready. Well, Herbert. The thing Herbert
2: goes, even brought that up too. He, yeah, and I think he got asked yeah. a question about like a fantasy side things. So it was it was the angelic Herbert interview on NFL Network. Yeah, yeah, the angel, well,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And so he said one player that he's gonna have as like a like a breakout player or whatnot. And he said car, uh, he said I said Carson Palmer. That's funny. Yeah, Carson. Josh, Good job, Josh Palmer. <laughs> is one guy that you got to keep an eye on. He's just done tremendous things and had a huge jump from year two. And even later in the season, obviously we've seen Palmer making some clutch catches. I mean, all of the, um, you know, Raider game last season in the fourth down situations and everything like that. So yeah, Palmer for sure. Carter is going to be still one of those guys that'll probably end up being a wide receiver five for us. Possibly if Guyton is going to be the fourth guy. Yeah. Um, Carter, could get a lot of yards on the return game of things. So, if we're talking total yards, I still think that Palmer will probably still get a, a fair amount. Now, Carter, I think, will break a touchdown or two this year. So, that's a hundred yard game, give or take, for him. So, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think Palmer will be the guy that'll get a lot more touches, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Well, one other person I'll throw out there too, Gerald Everett. I think Gerald Everett will be absolutely amazing, too. Agreed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and again, you know, he's listed as an athlete, right? which I think is really interesting because, yeah, that's you know, interesting. yeah he, he is. Well, that's, that's actually, well, good point. That's really what he likes to talk to him about himself as because, you know, he runs those sweeps, you know, he just kind of, he's not really a tight end. Right? He's really not a blocking tight end, but he's a sure. big wide receiver type tight end, you know, um, yeah. but I think, I think the one, the one concern I have there though is if uh, Trey McKitty in there that would tip off the defense that that's pretty much going to be a running Rocks, play really. Yeah. Or, or a blocking type situation. So yeah. that's kind of my concern there. I know Trey mckinney has been working that uh that angle a little bit better now. So yeah. so we'll see how that plays out uh, moving forward. Yeah. But I definitely I think Palmer will definitely have a better season than Carter. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Um I mean the only my only thought lastly on that though, too, is that like cause Carter's gonna be get the return man. Like, I mean if you're thinking of total yards, I think Carter's gonna get a lot more. Touches. I mean, every game because he's always going to get the punt returns and the kickoff sure. returns. If you're counting those into it, those hidden yards that he's going to be using or to getting for like the team, I don't know. I, th- I think Carter might actually be able to to be on par with it. I mean, obviously we'll see. Um, but I think you know, as a bigger impact on the team for directly, Palmer's definitely going to have a, like a more direct impact on the team for the, the for the win, the game wins. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So well, and again, three phases of the game, guys, right? We we, yes. need, we need to improve all that, right? I mean, we were not good special teams last season, right? Do, do, I mean, that fumble that we had in special teams that pretty much killed us against the Raiders, you know, yep. in that last game, right? We gave them seven points. No, I think we only gave them a field goal at that point. You know, the defense did stand. But, you know, guys, like, we need to improve all of that, right? So, yeah. so, anyways. Okay, okay. What, what other questions do we have here?
0: Uh, we got another one from Steve Doyle here. Here we go. Okay. There you go. Do you think having Kansas City on Thursday was a bad idea for the NFL? No, definitely not. No, uh, absolutely not. No. I, th- I think that's a great, good, good. I mean, dude, uh, every team in the AFC West, it's it's a primetime game. Okay, it every, should be at least exactly. at least we should have at least one game a week that is a primetime a- game in its AFC West because you know it's just going to be exciting football to watch no matter what you know whoever no. whoever's playing. Every. So. Uh, and I think, you know, Thursday night for the chi- I mean, and the truth is, too, is like having it so close to the, the first week and like really close to each other. I think that's fine. That's great because we're they're all going to still be fairly fresh. They're not going to be too like badly beat up, you know, like from half the play, yep. like, you know, for week one and then a couple days later to like the week two. I think it's going to be not that bad a, a, at all for yeah. us. I don't know. What do you guys yeah. think?
1: 100%. And uh, Richard Ache, yep. he, he, that's entirely what his uh, podcast talks about, right? So mm-hmm. the AFC West. And, and again, you know, it's – guys, it's prime time. I mean, every yeah. single game is going to be watched by every single person because they're so exciting. And guys, the Chargers have the most exciting brand of football out there. I mean, I would argue that they're the most exciting team in the NFL. And I'm really, yeah. again – if they could just get the defense and special team in line, I'm talking in line. They don't have to be amazing. Dude, the sky's the limit for us, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. if they don't, then that's a problem, right? And again, sure. remember last season we we scored 29 points a game on my average. We gave up 27 points a game on average, guys. So yeah. we were it was close every single game, and we have to stop that. We need to start choking people out. And exactly. Get, get the briskets ready. I'm ready for (laughs) it. I'll I'll go go kick it with Herbo. I'll get a brisket sandwich, kick it with him. That's right. I'm (laughs) down with that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, and once again, the NFL doesn't care about if if week one was uh, another AFC West game or whatnot, or maybe they intentionally did that. They wanted the charges to go through the gauntlet right from the get-go and I'll take it easily. If we come out of that two and oh, that's awesome for us. Oh, my God, be, that's amazing. It'd be amazing. It'd be huge for us. Because the next yeah.
1: three games oh. are pretty easy. So. Yep. And uh, we will be week three uh, in L.A. as well, too. So we, we will tell you guys when which games we're going to be at. So we're talking about that in the background. But we will be at quite a few games. So love to meet you mm-hmm. guys in person if possible.
0: Heck yeah. All uh,
1: right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Excellent. So we gotta, it's going to be amazing for us. Yeah, go So ahead. we
0: got another, another question here from Anthony Joseph. Here we go. Uh, will we see more deep balls in Lombardi's play calling this year? Hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely my hopes. My hopes. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's uh, a tough question though. You know, because like, I mean, he doesn't really do that very often. He like, in how many years he played with you know Drew Brees, it just didn't. It wasn't a big thing. You know, part of his offense. So.
1: Uh, well, I, I would push back on that. I, I think he would. I think Justin Herbert just didn't throw the ball down the field uh, very often. Um, okay. You know, statistically speaking, most of the plays always have someone run deep so they could take the coverage out of the way, right? So they can yeah. clear out or move forward, right? Um, and again, it's also whatever defense they're covering. If they're, and again, the whole point of covering the whole too two high shell is that it takes away the deep ball, right? So if they're running one safety deep and you got two people running once on. Either side, well, one person's going to get beat. There's no way that they're going to be able to cover uh, both, you know, streaking wide receivers down the right or left side, right? So or right. up the middle, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, statistically speaking, Anthony uh, Justin Herbert, I think, was averaging. Boy, I think it was ten or fifteen yards, uh, or no, I think it was ten yards down the field is was his average pass. And the reason being is is yeah. he was dumping a lot off to Austin Eckler. So uh, they were relying on Austin Eckler making yards after catch, right? So that was a big part yeah. of what they did last season. I suspect more deep balls this season. So second year in the offense, I think he'll be more comfortable throwing it more right. deep. So that's yeah. my take. Well, I can't uh, remember that. which,
2: which uh, video it was, but it, it was like a breakdown of Justin Herbert. On, oh, it was actually – um. Uh, Our quarterback coach Day, what's his Shane Day? I think is our quarterback coach. Um, He was talking about how what was the best play that Herbert had um, in his career? Basically, you as a coach, and one play that he broke down was it was like a a shorter kind of touchdown pass that he he threw to the end zone, obviously, Um, but. He, he basically talked about, he's like, the thing is though most quarterbacks in the NFL only look at two receivers and they look yep. at those two options and that's it. Yep. But in this progression of this play, in that short amount of time of saying two to three seconds, he was able to look at all five of his receivers yeah. and figure out which mm-hmm. one was ready to go.
1: Yeah, and his, his situation found, awareness
2: like, tight, is amazing. Yeah, yep. he found this tight window to Allen on this play and was just like, boom, done. Which you think about having that asset of a guy that could actually read and look at five players so quickly in such a short amount of time yep. and know which one to go with. I mean, yep. that's tremendous for him. So
1: once again, guy. Yeah.
2: he could break down a play really quickly. And so if he knows, Hey, I got a great situation with this player on a deep situation, he's probably going to end up just looking at all four, just as a way to be able to move your eyes and then go back to that fifth guy that he had in the first place anyways. And, Give him a seventy-eight-yard touchdown or whatever it might be. You know, just bomb the ball out. So, I, I expect him to be able to do that this year because he has a lot more comfortable, comfortable ability within this um, within this offense. So, let's go. Let's bomb the ball. Herbo bombs all day. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, okay, we got a quick one from Pablo.
0: Another one here. Any info on Don Parham being ready week one? I think he's pretty pretty good to go. Uh, there's I don't I don't
2: see yeah, why yeah. he he would not be ready to go week one yeah. at all.
0: Did you see and that video
2: of him and and how people play him in uh, Madden and how he's super dominant in Madden because of the, his size? No, like, everybody was like, yeah. I think Chargers might have posted it, but it was basically like all these people had Donald Parham on their team, and how dominant he is, and he basically nobody could cover him just because he's so big. <laughs> it made me laugh. And and it's interesting because there's I was watching the Georgia game um, yesterday and they have a tight end that's very similar size to it. I think it's a tight end. He's like six seven or something like that. And yeah, he's 270 pounds or something crazy like that. I mean, that guy was looking like an O-line walking around, dude, catching balls. And I was like, and he even hurled over a player and everything too. I mean, it's crazy. Donald Parham is an absolute stud. So I hope that he he's going to be back. But, you know, the thing is, though, Parham is really kind of a tight end, too, for us um, at this point. it's uh, Everett's our guy, so I mean we have guy. Parham, that's great, um, but it's not not going to be a yeah. huge critical thing for us. Yeah,
1: what, one of the things that I've kind of taken away, I really think they have limited what um, they've told the media about yep. a lot of these games, you know, and, and these players, right, what they're going to use them for, how they're going to attack them, what our offense is really going to look like, what our defense is really going to look like. I promise you they're not going to be like, showing our cards at all right so guys it'll be interesting I mean we're gonna see some jet sweeps Um, we're gonna we're gonna see some some trickery we're gonna see some funky funkiness so I'm excited to see that so week one will be very exciting and Mm -hmm. it'll be very telling moving forward so and Parham is part of it right I mean the thing about Parham he's so tall cornerbacks cannot defend how big he is if if Herbert keeps it up in the air he could jump up get it no problem I mean that's an undefendable throw so you know very exciting All right, so
0: we got three questions left. Um, Aether will will cap us off on his final question. Uh, But before we get into that one, we'll go to Richie Ricci. He said one more. He gave us a question. So, uh, so guys, I spoke about this one on the Wild Wild West podcast on MHRT. Like you know, another shout out for his show. Uh, It's it's a it's a fantastic show, guys. I don't know if you guys watched it. I really do like the interactions that he has with his uh, group. Uh, on that one because it's, it's really good to hear every one of us talk about our teams and stuff like that though. So yeah, um, really looking to see you guys take on it. Uh, Philip Lindsay. Do you think he'd be a good fit for the bolts?
1: I just think that running back room is so packed right now at this Way point. It's just, yeah, I just think there's too many people. Um, and I think he's—is he on the Colts now? Which team is he on, or is he—is he had not been picked up at this point? Because I don't know what team he's on. I know he was—was was he released? I think for the Broncos. So that's that uh, we should probably figure question. out. But yeah, the thing is, man, like we just got—we got four. We got you know, and then Xander Horvath is still going to play as well too, right? I mean, technically, you know, he will be our fourth. Yeah, that's right. He was cut by the Colts, correct? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Man, I just—I don't know. I would say this. They probably would go get uh, Joshua uh, or they would get Roundtree um, at this point if they could go get somebody because, you know, mm-hmm. the, jo- you know, Roundtree did fine. The one thing right. that I will say about a running back, so and, and the, going back to the running back conversation with Sony Michelle, I'll be very brief about this, is that Joe Lombardi said, look, the three running backs that were going for running back two never really separated themselves at all. Yep. They just – nobody separated themselves. They did not make it. A definitive, okay, this is a running back, too. That's why they went and got Sonny Yeah. So now they got Eckler, Sonny Michelle, and then really three other people that can step in at some point. One of those guys will step up. But I do think, by the way, I do think uh Lindsay is a really good running back, though. He's he's had some good years. So, he's a, he's yeah. a good back,
2: kind of a smaller back. Um, right, yeah. But- you know the thing about it is, is yeah, Sony Michelle basically took that position. And I like his haircut,
1: would, too. nice and nice and poofy. A, nice and poofy. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got a poofy hair for sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really the thing is, uh, we have too many running backs right now, and and yeah, it's you kind know, of a Isaiah way. Spiller is probably going to be injured for a little bit. It seems to be that kind of way with whatever is going on with his ankle. They yeah. possibly were thinking he wasn't ready. That's why they ended up getting a vet to be able to be kind of that Eckler right. position kind of guy too. So. I think I think we we're all set running back to this moment unless yeah. some sort of catastrophe happens and something happens with some then gotta something. then you
1: got to scramble yeah,
2: yeah exactly you know, scramble.
1: yeah cuz you you really don't want to you know you don't want to rely on you know a rookie yep. right I mean yeah yeah you could do that but dude you know again what's the average lifespan of a NFL running back it's 3 years yeah so yep. and it's, it's yeah. and and again the running back is becoming less and less important for the mm-hmm. NFL in general anyways right so yeah what was the statistic? What was it? 14 wide receivers were taken in the first round this year. And then Brandon said made a comment. Well, why, why did people, why'd you draft so many defensive backs? Well, 14 wide receivers were taken in the first round this year, right? Again, yeah. going with algorithms, they know how to throw the ball high percentage wise. Even with yep. a mediocre quarterback, you can throw the ball downfield, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot to be said about that, right? So, but again, to your point. Uh, I think, you know, if some attrition starts happening, yeah, Philip Lindsay could be a really mm-hmm. good choice. You know, plus yeah. it's awesome. You
0: know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if anything, too, he yeah. could be like a late, uh, a mid-season pickup for us if that, yep. if that was going to happen or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, because we've got Sonny Michelle, like I think it, we, we don't really need to, to pick up yeah. him. For, yeah, and, for and, and
1: knock on wood, yeah. no injuries, guys. Knock on wood, no agreed, injuries. That's agreed, that's that's agreed. the thing. That's that's yes. been the charge of the Keeley Seal for a number of years, right? But the oh, good yeah. thing is we got depth now, so you mm-hmm. know we we'll see how that yep. plays
0: out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so another one from Steve Doyle here, and it's kind of going back onto the Parham stuff here. Nice. Uh Donald Parham was a wide receiver in the UFSL. Do you think he could do that for this as a surprise play? I mean. Oh, that'd be interesting, actually, to see him actually line up as a wide receiver instead of a tight end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, is, if that, is that a legal move, like, to just to put him over yeah, there? Yeah, just,
1: move, just moves yeah, over. Sure. Yeah, he's got to line up. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah, yeah, why not? You know, like, that That would be really interesting. Like, so I don't know how <laughs> other people would actually uh, – how would they – because a lot of cornerbacks are, like, 5'10", yep. you know? Yep. Like, yeah. Like, you know, so, how
1: yeah, would so, they cover so, him? So. Well, Waller does that. I mean, a lot yeah. of I mean, a lot of wide receivers do that. Now, now, yeah. okay. So I, I'm going to say this: I don't think Daniel Parham is, or Donald Parham is the right guy. It would be Gerald Everett. They're going to yeah. put. By the way, my, again, this is why he's such a sleeper, in my opinion. I think they're going to move him all over the field. Again, he's yep. an athlete. He's a lot like Derwin James. They're just going to move him everywhere. He's going to play a lot of different positions, um, and he's going to he he will be that guy doing that, in my opinion, uh, over yeah. Daniel Parham. Yeah. Yeah, and Donald he's Clark. done sweeps he and everything
2: too. As a tight yep. end, he's done sweeps, which is pretty incredible to be able to right. hear that a tight end's ever done that. So, yep, I mean, he's he's definitely an X factor to this offense going 100%. into this year. He's going to be a big.
1: I, I'm player. excited, guys. I, I, in fact, I just had a conversation with my buddy about fantasy football, and he's like, "Well, what tight end should I get from the Chargers?" I'm like, uh, "Get Gerald Everett. He's the guy. He yeah. will be the guy. He will get he will get a ton of touches." Hundred percent. So, If you see any of his interviews, he is so excited because he's got a good quarterback to throw the ball to him. He is hyped, right? So, anyways, very excited about that. Yeah. What other questions we got here, Kyle?
0: Oh, yeah. So, then the last question from Aether here. Okay. Uh, Here you go. How aggressive Coach Staley will be with our passing in Week 1 versus Raiders, known for their secondary is suspect? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be super aggressive. Yeah. 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 I mean (laughs) – I mean, because you know they, they picked up Rocky Sin in yep. the uh, off season, so and he's yep. he's a good, not great cornerback, I believe. Yep. Um, so I, I would I would compare him to Michael Davis, I suppose. Um, which Michael Davis is actually is a pretty good cornerback. Uh, he know? stepped
1: up. He stepped yeah. up. He stepped he a stepped lot.
0: Up. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, I I think you know, we, we can pick them apart pretty easily. I feel like you yeah. know, so like it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be pretty. Wild to see how we do uh, in the air uh, this yeah. week
2: one. Well, and the thing yeah. is, though, too, they, they uh, traded off Trayvon Mar- uh, Mullen um, mm-hmm. to, to the Cardinals for a seventh round pick, and he was a second round pick. Um, yeah. You know, Rockison is basically their CB1, and then they're moving Nate Hobbs from the slot to an outside, yeah. um, from what I'm hearing, um, too. So it, it's, it's a lot of shifting going on in that backfield, new defense, kind of figuring out Rockison did have a pretty good year last year which was with the Colts, which now is a totally different defense that they're going into now with the Raiders. Um, so just a lot of, lot of movement. And when you don't have that continuity, it's gonna be, there's going to be a lot of confused people on that field. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so, I think, and like I said earlier in the show, we were chatting about that. I mm-hmm. personally think that Herbert will have a 400-yard game to start out. Yeah. Andy said 500 yards. And I, and I yeah. did say that it's going to be two... 500-yard yeah. games that Herbert's going to have this year. And so, heck, w- how amazing would that be to start out the season with a 500-yard game? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be amazing. Beat the Raiders. Well,
1: so, so, again, I think the key to, key to this game will be our defense, right? Our offense will score against their defense. And, again, Richie, Richie, a perfect example, their interior rush is going to be big. Again, yep. we got Trey Pipkins on the right side. How is he going to do compared to Max Crosby? I think there was a question down there, and I think we didn't answer it, but yeah. I'm going to answer it now. The thing that I like about Pipkins, and I think why Pipkins won over uh, Storm Norton, is that Pipkins can recover much better. His footwork is better. Storm was just tall and lanky, and if, if he went one way, he could not recover the other way, right? Yeah. I saw a lot of times Max Crosby would, would move to the edge, and then they would g- he would get him to just take one step, and that was just one step enough, and he was past him. Yeah. He could get a penalty, or, you know, it, it just... I just really feel like Trey Pipkins, his footwork is better. He's got better um, base. Also, I do think Zion Johnson um, as the right guard and Trey Pipkins are a better combination on the right side than Zion and and Storm Martin, at least from what I saw. So, um, you know, it it
2: was interesting to see in the end that it still was going to be Zion and Trey Pipkins as the right side of the line. Because in week, no, I think it was... Practice two, uh, they, are, they were already working individually as the the right side of the line. So Correct. it's almost uh, like it's been a part of the plan from the beginning, yeah. basically.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it does make me ask myself this question. And again, we talked about this again. Again, not to beat a dead horse, but why didn't we put Pipkins in during that Raiders game when he was getting right. burned by Max Crosby? Like, why why didn't they switch it up? Yeah, I understand I the continuity conversation. You can say it all day, but he was getting freaking destroyed why didn't you put somebody didn't yeah yeah I, and I understand putting a tight in there chip block whatever maybe the running back goes out chips Max Crosby tries to do something but dude he was just getting blown up and it was like sure. on oh, yeah. man do something different you know yeah. um I don't know I just don't understand why they didn't make that switch but again that's 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 last year's you know yep. discussion but but uh yeah Richard Richie, perfect yeah he does have a better anchor and by the way you see how Zion Johnson is? Man, you watch the film of that guy. He moves bodies. And he yeah, has he got, dude, dude, he was, he pushed somebody and then just automatically went up, smashed the linebacker. And then he was up the field. And I'm like, bro, that's, that's a penalty usually, right? Because, you know, you, you don't want to run downfield too often, but dude, he is just awesome. So I'm yeah. just a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Yep.
2: Yep. Big time.
1: <sighs> All right.
2: Well, Let's do it. Anything else? No, I think that, I that think was that's it. it, guys. That's definitely well, it. And,
1: you know, and I would say this, guys. You know, look, um, we're gonna have some more content coming out this week. I know, hey guys, this is game time, this is game time for us, right? Week we, one, we're baby. To put together some. Week yep. one, you know, we, we got a lot of things going, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we got ideas of what we want to do with this channel as well. Too. If you got ideas, let us know and keep your questions coming, right? Some of your questions, if you continue asking, um, you know, we can do a video. We can do a sh- short little video on it. Here's, here's, you know, a question that was asked after our broadcast last, you know, night. Uh, I-, I love things like that. So, you know, bottom line, guys, you know, we're excited for week one. It's going to be exciting. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we want to give you the best content possible. We do a lot of our own personal research. And, um, you know, we're going to do some uh, some interesting things moving forward. So uh, any of the thoughts here, James or Kyle, before we wrap up?
2: You know, one thing that I always think about... Um Going into every season, every fan base thinks this is their yep. season to win. 100 yes. The I mean, Cowboys do that every single year, even if they got a garbage team. But every <laughs> team right now, this is the point of all time high for every fan base yep. of their yep. confidence is just going through the roof. And and we 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 as a team as the Chargers fans right now, I think we legitimately have a very good chance to be able to go far in the season because we do have so much added to this team that could really bring us to that next level. And we yes. can finally yep. achieve what we've been wanting to see after the decades of being Charters fans. And yep. so, you know, even to say for the Raiders fans, they went four and oh the preseason. They think they're going all the way. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Right, right. yeah.
2: I've yeah. seen this before. I've seen this before guys, but this is a great time of the year because every fan is just loving what's happening right now. This is week one. Everybody thinks they're going to win everyone's every single high, game. Everyone's buying jerseys.
1: Everyone buying hats. Yep. Everybody's
2: excited. And so yep. we're ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for this season to get going. I'm ready to see what we have been talking about this entire offseason of us being the Chargers that we all expect. And so I cannot wait for week one and I cannot yep. wait for next Sunday. So Hopefully oh this time God. next Sunday we already got a dub, so uh, yeah, that I know. Fantastic, I know. So. <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah, hundred percent,
0: yeah, um, yeah. I guess my final thoughts uh, are is that, uh, yeah we and Anthony he just asked the that uh yeah we probably will jump on a little bit before game day, uh just you know to have get a little uh and after for sure um and I probably talk I talked to the Bolt dad a little bit more like I think we're gonna be able to try and get him on to uh kind of. Fill in for my spot um, with you guys because oh, obviously, awesome. like, because uh, obviously, like I'm here, I'm at the game, and you know, getting onto the uh, the the chat for with this stuff is it's not going to work out too hot, you know, because it. Sure. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to be at the game. I'm going to be at Thunder Alley. I'm going to be uh, meeting people, talking to them there, um, and I actually have a kind of some thoughts uh, when I'm there too that I may actually do a little friendly competition with some people. So some some of you. If you kind of come up to me and we uh, uh, are at the right time, I actually might be able to, you you actually might be able to win some bucks with a little competition uh, with me. So if you're there in Thunder Alley, come find me and maybe we can actually make a little uh, a little video together and you can actually win some money and we can have a good time. So. Uh, yeah it'll be good we'll be, we'll be doing little tailgate games I'll just, i'm just not gonna lie you know it's not not to uh uh make it sound all creepy or whatever like that you know but like uh, yeah. i'll do a little bit of trivia i'll do a little bit of tailgate games and uh, it'll be kind of like the price is right i suppose but uh it'll be fun it'll be fun little content that we can actually make together and awesome. uh, we'll, we'll have a good time so yeah uh, but yeah, I, I'm gonna be. It's, it's gonna be a blast, man. I'm gonna be out there um, at Thunder Alley, because, you know what, the truth is, even if we lose the game, like, I actually realize that like, a tailgate never loses. You gotta, yep. you go out there, you have a good time, and yep. bottom line, yeah, hey, it's all it's all about having fun with the tailgate. So yep. you know, like, in yep. you know, Raiders fans are welcome, Broncos fans are welcome, Chiefs fans, doesn't matter, man. Like, let's just all have a good time and get to know each other and just you know and be out here for football because it's here. It it's is here, finally here, here. after 200 uh, something days, we all get to do and and <laughs> enjoy the, the sport that we all love.
1: So yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll give I'll give you my last thought and then we'll wrap up. And you know, bottom line guys. Yeah. Football's back. It's exciting. Um, and you know, the the one thing i will say and i was chatting with a friend of mine about this as well too it's made me a better fan doing this podcast because i start realizing what it really takes to be successful in a football season guys it's it's a game of attrition right it's a game of attrition and at the end of the day you got to have a full team to come together to win right and so that's what's been so amazing to see the patriots do with tom brady of course tom brady's arguably the best quarterback and ever ever was right he's the goat he's number 1 right now and um you know, but it's exciting, right? You know, I, I feel like, I think we're going to see some magic week one. Um, and I'm excited to talk about it. So we are going to have plenty of content coming at you. So definitely just understand this. We're going to try and get as many people on. We'd love to get um, in contact with um, the contact Richie A has uh, for the Raiders. Yep. We'd love to have a real quick video, maybe midweek, trying to figure that out with him and then, um, and then go from there. But stay tuned, guys. As always, you know, we're the Bull Bros. I'm Andrew. And here's James and Kyle. You yep. yeah, you. We're the boat bros. Boat bros. <laughs> bros.
0: Let's go. Thanks Let's for watching.
1: Go. Thank you guys. <laughs> See you in the next one. <laughs>